the Swoosh Life Podcast. Season 2. What's up and welcome back, Swoosh Life Podcasters. Are we the, are we the podcasters and they're the listeners? Swoosh Life listeners. We're back. It's season two, episode three, episode 18. I'm going to lose my mind over these when I keep talking about it. But what's up, guys? How are we doing? Keep Matt out there in the Zoom world as we record this. Uh, how was your weekend? How's everything going? It's good, but now I'm confused if we should go by total episodes or do season two, episode three, which would make this the two, three episode. <laughs> oh, this is two three. Uh, Did you just come up with that? <laughs> that's a little right. foreshadowing. Yeah, a little two three. This is episode uh, eighteen overall, which is how we're you'll see it on your timeline or however you're looking on Spotify or Apple Podcast or however you listen to us podcast. Um, but it is season two, episode three, two three. Little foreshadowing on what we are talking about later today, which is Jordan Golf in honor of Jordan's birthday last week and everything. But first, we're recapping the Genesis. And Keith, my man, you pull the top 10 at least. Rory sneaking in the top 10. I think Rory has more sneak in top 10s than any other golfer in the world. Uh, but that's a good call. What do you think about the Genesis this past week? Yeah, I'll take credit on the top 10. I'll shoot him for that. And our boy Scotty. Uh, tied for seven too. So that was good to see. Um, I was definitely more impressed with, uh, with Tiger showing up for 50 something minutes on the live broadcast, which was awesome. No rain session though, which I was, I threw that out there. I was putting money on it that we would see a little rain session, but yeah, you maybe, let us down. You didn't predict, predict three out of three things. No rain you session. Know, but that LA's, man walked up, yeah. he walked up some stairs like he's going to play the Masters oh, in April. He yeah. walked up those stairs like a man. Can I say that now? He's playing. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No, the, the LA spotlight, he probably didn't want to be on the range there. You know, he's probably back in Albany right now. But no, it was great to see Tiger. It was great to see Neiman uh, win um, wire to wire. You know, that was great to see. And, you know, yeah. you know Only at, the end when, at the end when he's holding the trophy and stuff, and Tiger's walking down with them. You know, the, the crowd's going nuts for Tiger as well. It, it was just great to see him on TV at his tournament, healthy, happy. walking, happy, laughing. Yeah. And uh, what a beautiful course and yeah. what a beautiful win. Wire to wire. Rip's crazy. Uh, wire to wire for Neiman. Not one of our guys, uh, but still congratulations. And only three people since 2011 uh, to go wire to wire from a tournament. Uh, Rory um and speed through the others so great company there but um yeah riv and tiger looking better the a year after his leg was for quote on lack of a better word destroyed um than he did last year pre-accident at riv um which is crazy so i think it's good to see and, and we obviously joked around with with uh him and rory like chopping it up after which is pretty cool so um good to see tiger out and about this week hopefully we'll see him in a couple more weeks at our most favorite tournament of the year so and he was I do they love... were definitely go ahead matt but i was just gonna say you know they were definitely talking about the retro shoe oh definitely <laughs> rory and tiger and that's what i was gonna say is you know it's amazing how every time they chop it up behind the scenes 
I think last year was the Diet Pepsi in a sandwich and yep. on a picnic bench kind of yep. the, the yep. meme. And for sure, like definitely, you know, Rory had the nice quarter zip. Um, which brings me to uh, initial first topic I want to talk about is, did anybody snag any golf gear from the 20% off sale that was happening uh, off a of clearance on Nike, the Nike app this weekend? So I didn't prepare you guys for this one. So I apologize. But they had a lot of cool they had the Brooks Nose T-shirt was uh, an extra twenty off for those of you. A couple of the current quarter zips. Did anybody pick up anything from the the flash sale? Which as of as of tonight, as of recording, is still going on. Yeah, why do they keep extending? They make it sound like it's one day and it goes four days for the. You yes. know, it was because the holiday weekend. They usually do yeah. it around the holiday weekends. Ooh, look at that! But I might have. I might have. I might have picked up a couple of things i don't know <laughs> i i do enjoy that uh i always get so like one thing about me like i love nike golf outerwear so like at least every year i'm gonna pick up like a sweater i have the tw sweaters they're phenomenal sorry gumby i know you're a little I yeah i know so bad i know well yeah and you missed out on that one size um i'll keep an eye out because i picked up one at the Thank outlet you. and i bought the other two off off ndc and then i've got you know the i'll always pick up a quarter zip and it's you know for me one of the things, one of, one of the supply chain issues is that in the past years, pre-COVID, I could always go to like one of the cool clubs out here in Chicago. And I'd always love to pick up like a logoed quarter zip. Like I just, I'll even go to like Cog Hill, Dubs Dread down here. I think it's one of the most fun logos and it's public. I'll go hit them up all the time for logo apparel. And even, you know, they felt the crunch a little bit the past few years. So yeah, quarter zips and sweaters for me, I, I picked up a quarter zip. I, I love a quarter zip and but I have to say the last one that I ordered was severely disappointing. Now not for my wife because she ended up getting it like because it didn't fit me, but I got I'm a Jacksonville Jaguars fan. I'm sorry to the world that I'm a Jacksonville Jaguars fan. It just just happened. Okay. Uh it's like I've seen that meme on TikTok where it's like the person standing outside the window going, no, no, that's me older self looking back at 1995 ryan going we're gonna be going what the hell um but so i i picked up a jacksonville jaguars nike quarter zip in a big size 3xl and their sizing is just getting and i don't know if it's the nfl line or anything like that it's just getting skewed and this wouldn't have been an xl you know what i mean like it's just it was so short it wasn't even funny and you would think it would become like a little bit longer when it's a bigger size, but this was just short, like belly shirt almost. And look, yeah, I'm a big guy, big belly, but a lot of other three X's fit just fine. Like, and, and big enough. So that was kind of, that was kind of a shame. Like I was kind of uh, sad about that one. Um, Yeah. It's, I wish there was like a little bit of a warning that they're changing sizing sometimes on these things because I mean, the more traditional one, the one that Rory's been wearing, that's got like a little baggier fit, but they don't put like standard fit or athletic fit on the quarter zips right now. I I, I haven't noticed because I'm holding up one. I used to always be a large. Now I kind of go to go XL. And that's the the thing for me is once I find like, remember when they did the blade collar quarter zips, like the really low slung ones. Yeah. Yeah, those fit me so perfectly. I bought one in every single color just because like I could wear it to the gym. I could wear it to the course when it's cool outside. Like I, I'm a quarter zip fanatic. Shout out to Michael Verska, who's uh, one of the, the senior fitters over there at Callaway Golf. He's, he's the king of the quarter zips. He'll even double quarter zips sometimes. Uh, and his son, his son works for Asher Golf. Shout out to, to Verska Jr. because he's a big shoe fanatic. They put out some really cool stuff there at Asher well, Golf. So and tag him, and tag him, everybody. 
technically because <laughs> we're talking about quarter zip life. <laughs> it's tough because I have some older quarter zips. Like I have the TW like old one with like where it was uh, blade collar, but then like down um, kind of thing. Like I would say 2012s maybe, maybe 2011. Like it was, it's an older one and it's a 2X and it fits me perfectly. Whereas then a 3X in the new style is out like out of range you know yeah, and that's like the hardest run that's the hardest yeah. part of of it is being able to fit in old stuff and not new stuff and have the time i'll end up just like going on ebay and finding something older because i know it will fit like the tiger blade polos with the stripe fade like it was like fin stripes into like a thicker stripe fade one i have a blue navy blue into light blue um and then there's like there was red and black and purple he wore it at the masters in in uh 2018 maybe or something like that and yeah i just i love that polo and i wish i could find more of them because <laughs> those ones are just like they're big they're like they're almost baggy on me, which is just super nice. So a little off tangent on what we're actually going to talk about today, but just had to get that on. And, no, absolutely. And Matt sparked it with 20% off. So now I got to go look before I, we're done, yeah. after we're done recording this to see so what Gumby's I can And the Gumby's Victory gonna go on Tour 2s are on there now too. The what? Oh, are these in Victory Tour 2? Rory's shoes on there. I'm telling you, that shoe, I, I, I can't wait to golf mostly to wear more of that shoe. I, I mean, it's really, I love React so much. But speaking of shoes, we teased this the last few weeks, and it's finally time we got to this topic, and it's the perfect episode to do it. The Jordan 1 is out, everybody. And in case you didn't notice, over the weekend, there were a couple restocks. The Jordan 1 did restock on Dick's Sporting Goods uh, on Nike.com. The all-whites restocked both times. So I think we're going to see the, the three main colorways maybe throughout the year. That's my guess. I don't know anything for concrete, right? So we are going to kind of rank one through three, the three released ones that have come out. And, and of course, um, Gumby, what websites had that, that other pair that you were oh, talking about? There's a, there's a couple out there um, with Soul Collector and Sneaker News. They're dropping some hints on some, some other um, <clears throat> NBA team style ones. Other NBA uh, team, the greatest team that ever lived. Uh, the Chicago Bulls, Little Red and White. And we're going to rank these. I'm going to rank that one's going to be my number one if it were to come out. Okay, uh, so we can count that. We'll rank four colorways. We'll count that one because it's. I think the others are nice, but um, but so they have the same you have pizzazz, not, you know. Yeah, the ones for those of you that have not, uh, they've done something kind of cool. So they've got a black and kind of shadow gray. Mm -hmm. They've got a, a white and a gray. And then an all white and the white and gray uh, shout out to Nav's golf who, uh, you know, they look like the Dior's. So because yes. of golf, he calls them the Giors. Uh, so, and, and I can't wait, everybody stay tuned next week. We're going to have knobs or no BS and we will settle the debate on what's his actual name. Is actual I, I thought it was knobs and Matt thought it was no BS. So he's going to come on, tell us, uh, and this is the preview for next week. Uh, episode four, episode 19 i gotta just we're gonna pick one we're gonna pick yeah. one i think we'll just go well, with 19 he's gonna come to the griffey episode season two episode four he's on the griffey episode, on the griffey and, and, episode. The, and, the, and the biggest disappointment is he was on holy moly and they didn't call him out by his instagram name so we don't know what to call him so here we go uh we're gonna go <laughs> gumby since you kind of leaked a little bit we'll go first how are you ranking these four colorways of the jordan yeah i'm gonna go um obviously shy town is probably is my number one um if it were to come out 
let's say that we've just seen some photos that other people have leaked, not us, other people. Um, and then I'm going to just go um, probably standard. And I think this is my same way that Keith falls, but I'm going to go uh, all white, um, the Dior's and then the blacks. Um, this is the black with the, the shadow gray kind of thing. So I, I really like that Dior color. I think you could do some custom stuff. I'm, I'm, I'm sure that Nomad Customs will do a, a Dior style one with it. Um, the whites are just really cool because I think you could do anything with them. Um, if we're speculating on colorways, yeah, obviously like a Chicago should come. Um, but like, I'm a Cuse guy. Like I need a series Syracuse, like, like one with the orange and the white. Like, I mean, I don't like UNC what if, that what much, if they did, like what if UNC they did orange nice. and blue? What if they did orange and blue for a, a certain Chicago football team that in starts with B and ends with airs? <laughs> I'm fine with that as well. I've got um there's a lot of some people know this about me. I got a pretty nice collection of of Q's memorabilia downstairs. And uh I was one of the top 50 fans back in the day when Nike did uh specialty dunks release, and they are uh blue and orange dunks with the uh, a white swoosh that's that um varsity letter style like kind of fabric you know so i don't know the exact name of it but it's like that on it and they say orange men on the back which they aren't the orange men anymore so if i wanted to put these up which i never will sorry anyone listening who wants them um they would go for a couple thousand on ebay that's for sure even stock x or something like that so uh yeah so I, i would say white the dior's which are the light gray and then the 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 black and grays you guys know me i'm just not like a dark shoe kind of guy especially for a golf course so the whites are going to be there but thought about it getting the custom getting a pair of all whites and then customizing them i really did especially with the masters coming up i would love to see something with green and yellow and maybe just a little bit of like that augusta logo on there something i don't know could be fun could be fun yeah i like that so so keith yeah let's go with your your ranking of the four and then what is a colorway you'd like to see oh well i like my number one is going to be the wolf gray swoosh with the white and the black um i do like for number two is the hopefully maybe we'll see it the you know chicago colors um number three i like the the black with the gray swoosh with the wolf wolf, um wolf gray swoosh and number four i'm with gumby on this i know i should have got a pair just to customize them but the all whites they're sharp we can customize them so that would just lead me into what colorways would i like to see um I'd like to see a little volt in there. Bring back some volt into a Jordan shoe a little bit. I, I think my brain would break seeing that. I'm know? going back to my standard colors, but volt swoosh with wolf gray and a black sole. I think that would look pretty sweet. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. You, you know what's I, cool? I wore some uh, trainers and Air Max One uh, Lunars this weekend, and I did a little side by side for my kicks of the day on Instagram. And uh, one of my friends, uh, she comes out and she's she's like, "Oh, that highlighter color is pretty cool." So, I, I, you I mean Volt? Her. I love the one they you call. You mean Volt? 
Come on, you don't know that's, that's called Volt? Come on. <laughs> I did do but the when, correction. I did. When the Volt came out years ago, like it was it was so funny because obviously Oregon, I think, was like the first one to like really like get it into a uniform, um, especially like college football and stuff. Um, but then also it came into a, a Syracuse lacrosse uniform. And I apologize if you hear Arnold Palmer back here, uh, a little puppy, as I've had to like take on the duties of making sure he doesn't do anything crazy without the house, without the wife home tonight. Um, so, but they, they, um, Syracuse lacrosse put it in a uniform, which is just such a weird accent color to pair with orange. Um, and they, and they did it in a quarterfinal game against Maryland. I want to say back in 2011, maybe. Um, so it's crazy. And then it came into the golf. It came into the masters. Um, we all remember Rory's bag at the masters with the, that front panel with the full swoosh and everything. So, um, it's just crazy to see like how that's been adapted as like, you know, orange as, as a main color for, for Nike, but also then Fult as like almost the secondary color for Nike golf kind of thing, you know? Right. Right. Yeah, I've always been a huge uh, fan of Volt as an accent color. Like, I, I can't, I don't have the chutzpah to pull off all Volt. Uh, I'm not wow. that confident a man. Some dudes look real good in it. I will admit, like, I, I, I there's a quarter zip, an all Volt quarter zip out there right now. And I'm just like, ooh, could I layer that underneath uh, one of the arrow lofts? That would be, that would be sick. But, but once I had the layer off, I just, I don't, I couldn't be confident enough to pull it off. I just, I don't have the game for it. I have a couple polos and even then I feel like it's still not the right shade. It's like two volt. And I want more of like the uh, highlighter volt where it's just like muted a little bit, but still bright. Like, I don't know, that's mm-hmm. such like a weird, like concept, but you know, there I feel was like a others while. do it well, you know? There was a while when clothing would come out and it would be listed as volt. And it would sometimes be like towards the green part of Volt. And then other times it's more like towards the yellow part of Volt, which, yeah, that would, it would throw me off a little bit. So it's, uh, always into- hard, it's always hard to match that color or find the right mix or, you know, the right material or anything like out there to, to get that Volt color to match everything, to clothing, to the shoe, you know, to outerwear, anything. Yeah. Yeah. It's on, it's on a, it's on a, it's an accent on one of the, the storm, like the stormy shirts that like Brooks wore. And it looks like a, like you almost sweat through it. It's one of the accents. And then they pair that with like a Navy. Um, and it works on that as just the accent. Like I've got an all volt hat and I can wear Navy, um, Navy shorts, the white shirt with the accent and then the gray and then the blue swoosh, which is a front swoosh, which is rarity i know with a volt hat and i'm like this is a sick look but that's like the only look that i can pair that volt hat with <laughs> you know otherwise i look like like a damn beacon out there on the golf course <laughs> like a high, like a highlighter i'm yeah. gonna get to my jordans here in a bit but i uh, i do have from around that the same year that rory won his two majors with nike they did do like a hyper adapt wind jacket so it wasn't the full rain jacket but it, it had that bomber look so it was almost like a blade color but it was like a bomber jacket and they did it in gray with volt and gray with the pink i rocked the gray and pink one and i i love that jacket it's just phenomenal yeah. so if i'm if i'm ranking them i'm gonna go from the bottom to the top yeah all whites 
customizable. Um, but I would have to customize them because I just, I can't wear an all white shoe. A um, little bit too much, a little bit too much grass. Even I need a dark toe. I just need a dark toe. So, so for that reason, I'm also going to put the Giors, the Diors, the, the white grays. I'm going to put those as my number three. Number two has got to be those black and shadow ones. Those are the ones I picked up for myself because I'm like, okay, I could wear these with pants. I could wear them to the office. I'm very lucky I have a golf course next to my office. I think we're going to be going back. I can't wait for that topic. We definitely got to talk about like golf clothes at the office at some point. Some of us are going back. Some of us are not. And then, yeah, it's got to be that Chicago colorway number one. I really hope they release. And I think the question would be this is in the past, Jordan has only released as like a, a, a shock drop or a, a quick drop, right? So last year, there was only the four that dropped around the majors, the four different fours, the four different fives that dropped around the majors, four yeah. different 11s dropped around the majors. This is the first time we're seeing the one. Seems like we're going to have these three colorways all year and then some extras that drop. I don't know if they're all around majors because I don't know that the Chicago one screams I don't know that white and red really screams masters to me or the players championship. So I just wonder if they're going to do maybe random shock drops and then the other shoes get their major releases this year. I, well, I don't really know what the strategy is or what yeah. to expect. There's always an ADG every year. So we've got that to look for um, as well. Um, and what, I don't know what that will look like. Um, but I think there's always that out there. Now it's not obviously a patented like Jordan like shoe. Um, but then we've also seen Harold Varner's in the taxi twelves. Um, twelves, you know. So interesting to see like that come out because then could they do that as like a master's drop? Or is, is that like their a, majors with the green? Right? Is that are those the major ones? Because last year's fours for like the masters and the u.s open like the masters one man that thing was sweet but i also wanted like a little bit more green and we'll talk about our favorite jordan shoes here um a little bit later um but i think but i think like that you know the seersucker pink ones were pretty pretty great last year they feel like anytime I would go play on Easter, those would be the shoes that I want to wear, <laughs> you know? So they were so perfect for that. Uh, so yes, yeah, it's, it's interesting to see what they will come up with and if they are doing drops around majors this year. Now we think there might be some like apparel drops around majors um, as there always are, you know, and we always have some, some sort of scripting and, and this will probably be again for a later episode and probably our first scripting episode of like Masters preview, uh, episodes one and two of Masters week, um, they will, like, but I miss the damn scripting that they used to do. Like, they used to do it up right. Nike, everybody really used to do scripting, like, so well. Um, and now Nike's adapted more of, like, the um, overall styling, where it's going to be one color palette and then you can mix which days you get, um, which I think is interesting. So again, we'll talk about that a little yeah. later. I, I wonder yeah. how much of that strategy though, and I still, I'm going to give you guys my, my wish list shoe, but yeah, I wonder how much of that strategy. Now I didn't see a lot of other companies 
really announce their scripting all that much. One company announced their scripting last year, I remember, and it was just like like drawings, renderings, like like really yeah. like artsy sketches, yeah. right? And I wonder if it's just, you know, supply chain, we can't guarantee certain things will even be in stock. Do we even want to push it kind of thing? Uh, now for wish list, before yeah. we cut to break and move on. Hit us with these. How can you guys not want a pair of black and red Jordan 1s, the band colorway, the shoe that started it all? It's going to be dark. It's going to be red. And man, will it be the ultimate Jordan 1 golf shoe. Now, speaking of the ultimate Jordan 1 golf shoe, we covered a lot here. And I want you guys to think about something before we cut to break, because this is a thought I have about Michael Jordan's role in the game of golf. Is Michael Jordan the greatest non-professional player ambassador the game has ever had. Chew on that one as we cut to break. And we're back. Uh, Now, Matt just dropped a huge bomb on us as we took a break and we've chewed on this a little bit. He posed the question, is Michael Jordan the greatest non-golfer ambassador to the game of golf? Keith, non-professional gonna, player, right. non-professional golf. Yeah, Keith, I'm going to throw this one to you as I think I still need more time to chew on this. But uh, I, what are your thoughts on this? This is a this is a big one. This is a good topic. Yeah, I like this. Like when you think of golf, you're just thinking of the TW logo. But now with this transition, yeah, I'm I'm with you, Matt. I, I do think this is this is big. When you see that jump man on on a golf shoe, it's it's bringing a different side of people to the game of golf. So. I absolutely agree with you on this. Like, But it also, and and the weird thing about it is that it feels natural. Like when Jordan golf shoes started releasing, and I I tried to dissect it going back. When we started seeing Jordan golf shoes, did it feel natural just because sneaker heads were coming into golf? You know, that first Jordan one high, I think that's the the grail shoe. I think that was the first one that came out. Mm -hmm. You know, everybody kind of didn't know that this would become, yeah, Yeah. is this going to become a regular thing? It became a regular thing. And of course the sneaker heads rejoiced, but it seemed very welcomed. Like it was a very welcomed idea. And I don't know if it's because Nike laid so much groundwork in the world of golf or because Michael Jordan had laid so much groundwork in the world of golf himself. And I got a little timeline history and quiz questions for you guys to kind of cement my story there. So, so Keith is on board. He says, probably. I have, I have two thoughts on this and they're conflicting in a sense. I think what, he's done um and bringing like his brand and those iconic shoes into the game is is huge and i think we see someone like a tony finau rolling up and playing in it in a jordan one low right now is is awesome um and what jordan's meant to overall golf in general is is why he's always uh assistant almost writer cup captain and at every Ryder cup at every like president's cup all of that stuff the only thing is that then why don't we see more people in jordan stuff full branded on so we've got keegan in his own shoes keegan bradley in his own shoes we've got harold varner is the only jordan athlete and and harold's stuff kind of pisses me off because it's the same cut shirt polo every single week ever it's the same polo in just different colors and that's it and now yeah he's wearing the taxi and he's worn the uh, fours and, and stuff like that but 
that would be the only gripe I have against it is that then if, if he is an ambassador um, and I think he's an ambassador, but if he is more of like this iconic fashion thing, why hasn't it gotten more than just the shoes? Because that Jumpman logo is iconic and thus, and is, and is a fashion statement. Look at PSG in the soccer world, right? Their, their uniforms are, are Jordan based. Look at Michigan, um, Oklahoma and Florida football uniforms with a jump man on them. Like, so why hasn't it come a little bit more, but I think otherwise Jordan is, is great for the game of golf. I mean, he's got one of the most prestigious clubs in the world at Grove 23, which we have a friend of the podcast who just played it this past weekend. Um, so we hate you, by the way, love you. (laughs) um and so so yeah i think i think it's it's pretty cool to see like what he has done um and will continue to do i just i'm a little bit like on the why haven't we seen it bust out like a little bit more you know and i wonder you know Jumpman has always been like a separate business unit almost like nike golf used to be a separate business unit right so i just wonder if it's maybe it's not a high priority and, and maybe the shoes are enough. I wonder if it's also kind of like the, the theory about like when Nike got away from clubs, when Nike got away from clubs, they said, Hey, we can get more players in the shoes. And, and we see Victor Hovland who's not in the clothes, but he's in the shoes. We know Keith's not a fan. Gumby, you are a fan. The, the Keegan Bradley thing's always been interesting because he's never worn anything that's come out. All of the stuff that he's worn is always it's, like a one-off separate stuff. Bubba, yeah. Bubba, I'm kind of like, I'm, I go back and forth on Bubba, right? Like I, some, some days I love Bubba and some days, you know, I, I love that he's like emotionally available and all that stuff. And then other times it's just like, all right, you don't have to be like out there all the time. Right. Like, you know, just be chill sometimes. Um, Bubba's wearing, but he's wearing the actual retros that are out that year. So yeah. I kind of think that's cool what Bubba's doing. So I, I just, maybe they're not ready for like a full line. Maybe they don't want to do it. Maybe they just don't want to be, you know, it, it's interesting. I, I don't know what I would wear. It would all depend on the cut, the color. And of course, you know, it, and maybe that could be the big man brand, you know, that, that we were talking about, you know, why not? Why not? So I, I love that. It's one of my things this year on my, on my list of something I don't have is a Jordan Jumpman like hat. And I feel like I need a hat with just the Jumpman on it so that I can wear it on the course and I can, do my best Harold Varner impression, you know, like, cause I, I think Harold is great for that brand. I just wish he had a different option in the polo that he could wear, you know? Yeah. Like that, that, I, I agree. That's yeah. All. yeah. Yeah. Totally agree. And, and one of the things that I do want to talk about is that, you know, for some of, some of the people that are listening who are historians of the game, like I totally recognize the contributions of like a Bob Hope, um, you know, Bing Crosby, like like the the old Hollywood of yesteryear, the Rat Pack that you know you, you'd see them smoking with the cigars and stuff. But to me, Jordan, for my generation, he brought that love affair back. Like to me, he brought back the glamour to golf. That you know, I I see Jordan with a giant cigar, um, chilling with his guys. You know, like young Jordan had some drip. Let me tell you, if you ever see like videos of young Jordan golfing. My God, that man was dripping out, man. He was just all, all laced up. Well, now, you know, that, as, but as, there's a, there's a story of him. I think it's, 
maybe game six or something in the in the playoffs or whatever. And he goes out and he plays. He uh, well, we do. I'm not sure do, who he plays. Well, we do have some trivia questions around that. So okay, all right. We'll, we'll but he, either way, he plays. He plays 18 holes and then he drops 45 on. So, on, on so I would like to uh, ask everybody um, before we start into Jordan's history with the game of golf and our quiz questions. Wanted to ask you guys if either did both of you watch the last dance? Oh, absolutely. I thought it was. Yep, absolutely. Okay. So it's, it's pretty well known. Like there's some really cool moments in the last dance. And for me, it was amazing how much golf was in the last dance. Like we knew he loved golf, but there was a lot, right? So like you touched on it um, a little bit, like there's against the Suns, he's honking the team bus. Like, let's go. I've got a tea time. Think about that. Like you're facing your best friend, Charles Barkley, at the time they were best friends you're facing him in the finals and he, and he made comments later on that like he didn't take chuck seriously or that son's team seriously and he's golfing like he's a hey, i gotta get to the course against and then 92 barcelona it's legendary like 36 holes then go beat up on lithuania or croatia by 58 points right like and, oh and by the way then go practice the net you know play cards all night and then practice against like Everybody made the top 75 players except for Christian Leitner. We all know Grant Hill should have been on that team, by the way, basketball fans. So we can unite in that one. And then against the Utah Jazz in one of his last finals, also, hey, guys, I got a tea time. Chop, chop. Like, let's go. Definitely. So, you know, that's that's one thing. Like, when it comes to the GOAT argument, by the way, that's just one thing I got to put out there. If this guy ate steak and potatoes before every game, he ate filet of fishes and he ate egg McMuffins before practice. Do not tell me that if this man didn't have a personal chef, a hyperbaric chamber and some kind of sleep pattern that was longer than six hours that he wouldn't have played till 50 and dropped 40 on everybody. So anyways, I digress. Let's go into a little Jordan history and some quiz. Obviously, I'm from Chicago, huge basketball fan. Gumby and Keith, I don't expect you guys to know all this, but you know a little bit. So we're going to we're going to test them out. I think we need to take a. We're going to set this up as like a little bit of a one V one me versus Keith. So we're going to keep score here on who can, on who gets the right answer. I think. Okay. Can we, do you think we can do that, Matt? I, I think, I, I think this track. is a good, I can also keep track, but no, this I have be a little, little fun uh, thing. I, I'm a, I'm a, I got a little bit of a trivia bug. So we'll see And Keith, it, Keith is a, a self-proclaimed novice when it comes to Jordan. Now he respects the, obviously the player and as we all do, but he was just more into tiger than he was to uh, like following Jordan. And, and again, for me also, Jordan was a little bit like after my prime, we talked about this last year on the podcast. Uh, so I think this should be fun. KW versus Gumby Jordan trivia. Here we go. You, the trash talk begins. Little competitive streak comes out of Gumby there, Keith. I hope you're ready. Um, by See, the way, this is in, got, in spirit right of now. Jordan. We have to, to make this in spirit of Jordan. We had to make this competitive. You know, he's probably the, the most competitive guy out there. Hey, I'm just gonna say he showed up at the All Star game, got the biggest pop. He was the last one announced, and then there's backstage footage of him and Magic Johnson, and he goes, "Hey, let's lace him up right now," and he is dead serious. this man was he he will give everybody the smoke all right cool all right question number one multiple choice answers so i'll read out all the answers and i'll give you guys each a chance um so actually should we coin flip to see who goes first here no i'll be a gentleman uh keith i'll go okay so keith will able to answer give his answer first and then we'll give gumby will have a chance to answer and if you both get it right we tie so believe it or not i have pen and a paper all right so here we go 
Jordan's love affair of golf began in college when his roommate introduced him to this famous person. Is it A, Davis Love III, B, David Duvall, C, Bobby Knight, or D, David Toms? Oh. So the, the legend goes is that Jordan's last NBA or last college game had happened. He scores like 13 points. He follows out. Not really good for somebody entering the NBA draft. He's just moping around. His roommate and this person walk into the room after class, after their afternoon class. And then he, go, he goes, well, we're going to go hit some balls. He's like, oh, okay, I'll tag along. They didn't really say no to him. So was it A, Davis Love III, B, David Duvall, C, Bobby Knight, or D, David Toms? I'm going C, Bobby Knight. I'm going to go with D, David Toms, because I feel like that has been like a sort of coach of his in the past. But I don't know how he would get to the UNC. I don't can't make that correlation, but. No, did, David you throw, did, you throw, did you throw David Duvall in there? Just I think he threw it in as a red herring. That, yeah. That's my... <laughs> okay, so Bobby Knight did coach him on uh, Team USA. And if you saw the last dance, he did say at that time, before the NBA draft, like, y'all are crazy if you don't think this is the, the best player on the planet right now. The correct answer was A, Davis Love the third. No points. Really? For either one of you. So Davis Love the third was playing golf in North Carolina. He comes in with the teammate. Jordan tags along. And then he tries uh, golf a few times. Da- the funny thing is Davis Love the third actually distanced himself from Jordan's golf swing. He never claimed to have taught Jordan how to swing the club. He just said, I got him a shag bag of balls, put, put some clubs together and, and got him on his way. So Jordan's first 18, by the way, according to the story, and I'll, I'll, send, I'll set up links. Apparently he plays 18 holes on 17 of the holes. He does bogey or worse, but on that eight, on one of those 18 holes, he got that par. And that's how the bugs. Well, the funny thing is I get, I kind of get, that makes more sense on, on Davis because he's been a Ryder cup captain a couple of times and stuff like that, which is why he would, would be attached to the Ryder cup. Um, And then sometimes I always get Freddie and Davis mixed up. And so what I was thinking was maybe that was the Houston connection with Freddie uh, couples and, and Jim Nance kind of thing, maybe walking in after a game because Jim Nance and Freddie couples were actually roommates in college. Um, but okay, cool. Good, good trivia here, Matt. All right. One down. This is good. All right. This is one. I need that... to pick up the pace where we're going to lose some followers. That's the only okay, cool. Thing. Absolutely. So we'll All right. Go a little bit faster. Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm asking a little bit. You guys got to give the answer. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I'll, I'll go give next. my answer quicker. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so you're okay. up first. Here we go. Okay. So you alluded to this one, actually. So as legend would have it, in a northern suburb of Chicago, Michael Jordan and a famous hockey player decided to get together at sunrise to play some golf. Jordan loses a few thousand dollars to this hockey player. But he has a game later that night. The hockey player says, okay, let's wrap it up. So then what he does is he says, no, 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 no. We're going back out for another 18. They go out. They To quote this player, and this is a story that's told to 670 the score. So for my fellow Chicago listeners, if you recognize my voice, yes, I am Q on the north side. I've been calling 670 the score since I was 15 years old. That is me. All right. So 670 the score, they tell the story. So they pack it up with some Coors Light. They play another 18. Jordan loses a little bit more. The hockey player then goes on to say, you know what? You played 36 holes and you have a game today. You are out of your league. I'm going to call my bookie and bet against you. 
Jordan proceeds to tell him, I'm going to drop X amount of points and beat this other team by this many points, which he proceeded to do. Was that famous hockey player A, Mario Lemieux, B, Wayne Gretzky, C, Chris Chelios, D, Jeremy Roenick? Lemieux, Gretzky, Chelios, or Roenick? I'm up first. Yep. I went with D last time and it wasn't right, but I think it's right this time. So I'm going to go with D, Jeremy Roenick. Okay, he's going Jeremy Roenick. Keith, who are you going with? I'm going to go with Jeremy Roenick as well. All right. I know, I know Roenick, at one. I know Roenick and Chelios were both Blackhawks. So I was, I was trying. I'll do, I'll to do like, the hockey stuff for you guys here. So let's I knew, go. Let's do that. I knew Roenick off the get go. I just couldn't remember the name. And then when I got big, so I was trying to dummy it up. Like, oh, I don't know, but just to try and get that extra point, but I forgot you're a hockey guy, Keith. So we were kind of, I was kind of screwed on that one. All right. One, one. Okay. You guys are tied. So real quick, Jordan promised that he would score. Under 50 or over 50? What was the number? Over 50 or under 50? We're going to do an over-under here. I'm going over. Yeah, over. I believe it was 55 that he scored. Yes, he proceeded to drop 52 points, and they beat the Cavs by 26 points that night. Again, that is your GOAT. All right, cool. All right. Jordan does have a love affair with golf, in particular, one event. In 1997, he was invited to this golf event and vowed to never miss one. Even going so far as to going to, well, I'll tell that story a little bit later. So what is that golf event that made Jordan fall in love with golf? Was it A, the U.S. Open, B, the Masters, C, the President's Cup, or D, the Ryder Cup? I'm going to go D, the Ryder Cup. I think the Ryder Cup was an on and off year like that. I'm trying to now think of. So I think it's actually President's Cup. C, President's Cup. The answer is D, Ryder Cup. Damn it. Up one. I even said he goes as a Ryder Cup earlier, but I just thought it wasn't on that year. David, ah. David Thomas III, uh, or sorry, Davis Love III, invited him to a Ryder Cup, and he fell in love with the game even more and said, I'm never missing one of these. He has attended with other celebrities. He has snuck in through kitchens to avoid people. He actually does try to sit down as much as he can because he knows he's tall. He tries not to interrupt the crowd. Uh, it's a really cool story. You alluded to it. He's been an honorary captain. It's interesting. If you go to the Wikipedia pages, he's never listed as an official captain. It's like honorary vice captain and all that. But the answer is the Ryder Cup. He even went as far, he needed a parking pass. So he actually went to a synagogue, I believe on Yom Kippur was the the story that I read. And uh, just to go ahead and get himself a pass to the Ryder Cup. I I definitely remember him at Medina. And I think that was when like Keegan was like at the height of everything and and all that stuff. So um, obviously Medina did not work out for us um, that year, but uh, he was there this year too, or last year, I should say 2021 when that was um, here with Stricker winning and everything like that. So He's always there. I should have known. known. Some of you long-term golf fans might recognize the name of the Western Golf Open or the Motorola Open, which was put on by the WGA, the Western Golf Association. Michael Jordan actually joined that board one year during just after a game. And his reasoning was, I want to get onto every course, PGA course for free. And they've got that access. Michael Jordan also has... X amount of memberships at Chicago golf clubs, according to the Chicago Tribune. Chicagoland area golf memberships. Is he over 10 or under 10 memberships? 
Is this me? I think it's me. I'm gonna you. do some. I'm gonna do some math. Um, I mean, Olympia, Medina, Cog Hill. And this is rumored, by the way, so it's not confirmed. But you're good at just naming all those so far, Gumby. So I know I, I'm actually gonna go under. I don't know if there's ten. I mean, it's Chicago. I'm sure there's ten, but I would assume, like you know, like Big Ten. So this I'm gonna go under. talking through. I'm gonna go under. Yeah, he's going under Keith. What do you think? I'm going to go the other round. I'm going to go over, over 10. Keith gets another point. At one point, it was rumored that Michael Jordan had over 14 golf club memberships in the Chicagoland area. All right. Here we go. How many golf courses are in Chicago? Dude, there's so many, and so many have gone under. Soon there'll be a Tiger one. Yes. Well, um, let's save that conversation because I can go on on that one. We're, um, we are going to have a golf courses uh, sort of uh, episode. show one night where we talk about what we would want at a golf course. I've, I've floated this idea of, of creating the Nike Golf Club and actually having it be an actual course, what that would look like down from the T markers to everything. So we can get into the whole courses uh, chat one day. On oh, we could even podcast. pull like favorite holes so we can oh, pull favorite holes. And... Absolutely. Oh, I like that. Okay. Uh, that is so. This is the last one, and can we make this worth three points so I have a chance to win? Ooh, okay, I'll okay. let you. I'll let it slide. <laughs> Let's go. Tell you what. What if what if we just ask Gumby this question? Only he can answer. And and if he wins, he ties you. So it's like a double or nothing. If he wins, he ties you. But if he if he gets it wrong, Keith takes home the W. Okay. Well, then it ends in a tie. I want to win. Let's just make it three and put me out of my misery. Come on. <laughs> All right. In in a rare interview. With Cigar Aficionado, which is on YouTube, for those of you, as we all know, Jordan loves cigars. He was asked about Tiger being the greatest of all time compared to Jack Nicholas. True or false, Tiger is Michael Jordan's goat. I actually think this is false. I think that he thinks Jack is better or the goat. That's my answer. All right. We're going to let Keith judge this because here's actually what the story is. Jordan says that it's unfair to compare eras in the same way that it's unfair to compare him to Bill Russell. Did Bill Russell win more championships? Sure he did. But Jordan won six. It's never fair to compare players from different eras. He also said in another press conference, post-game press conference, and I believe it was in 93, he would never call himself the greatest player ever because it's unfair to compare people from different eras. So it's a little bit of a trick question there. It's oh, never- come on, man. <laughs> I get the W. Uh, <laughs> I, no, I, that was uh, good, Gumby. That was good. That was, I like that. that. I like that. I think we yeah. should bring on some more trivia randomly throughout things. I think that was awesome. So awesome. great job, yeah. Matt, with that. Yeah, that was really good. I will say the, the last question was actually supposed to be what's the name of Jordan's uh, loose exclusive golf course, but you already did. I already did the- Grove 23. <laughs> so, yeah, I, like we said, we had a friend of the program. You guys all sort of know him uh, and got to play it this past weekend. And uh, he might come on and talk about that experience um, sometime. Um, right now, we'll just call him a lucky SOB and move on to our favorite Jordans out there. This is the 2-3 episode. So uh, Matt's also going to take this away, but we're going to talk about our top three 
Jordan golf shoes. And then our fourth one will be our non golf Jordan shoe that we like to walk off the course or maybe our favorite colorway or something like that. So um, yeah, Matt, take us away. What we think on our top three Jordan golf shoes and colorways, colorways uh, are big here. Well, I mean, for me, guys, it's going to be the Beth Page Black Jordan 11. It's going to be the Masters Jordan 11. And then it's going to be the Volt, uh, the Concord and Volt uh, Jordan 11. No, I know that'd be too boring, right? That would be super boring if I did just all the 11s. So, but I, so it's I just really, Jordan 11. <laughs> I mean, the Jordan 11 is just the most godly uh, golf shoe. And mostly because I'll tell you this, the thing about the 11 that I love is the patent leather toe for golf. Doesn't really, stuff doesn't really stick to it. So if, if, if you got the dark patent leather, you don't really have to worry. Uh, of course, the, you know, the Beth Page black ones never officially came out. There's a couple yeah. of them out in the wild. The, the snake skin or the masters or whatever they were supposed to be. We, we don't know what they were meant for, but we've seen pictures. Um, so those aren't real. So if I had to rank, and for those of you that uh, maybe have checked out the Instagram before you heard this, or you go to our Instagram, you can see uh, I went back to the lab to kind of see my favorites, right? So for me personally, the wolf gray five lows my god what a gorgeous shoe that's like, like a, it's almost like a cause like the kaws one it's almost like that and it's it's wild because it should be more like because the cause jordans are like unbelievably priced so that is it is a really nice shoe i really like that one too yeah uh my number two is going to be the jordan three uh, those are the ones we talked about. They did come a little tight, so you had to size up. I have the black with the green glow bottoms. And my God, the quality of the leather on the shoe. Like, that is what a premium golf shoe. With pants, it could be dressy. Uh, with shorts, it pops. Like, the, the three and the four, by the way, just those are great shoes to wear with pants or as shorts. Like, they just yeah. look so solid, so good. So those are my those are my three and my two. And then the number one shoe, I'm just going to go with the original Concord 11, the, the black and white. I know there's not a ton of Concord on the golf version, and they still called it the Concord. I'm surprised so, you didn't go with the denim Concord or the denim, yeah, uh, 11s, just because I think you wear them so much, and we've talked about that on it. Um, however, you said that nothing sticks to that. Don't try spraying, uh, like, the spray to, like, keep stuff your your shoes clean on them like the waterproofing stuff because that will leave a slight speckle and film on the patent leather as are on my shoes unfortunately i will say i'm not just annoying yeah you know i'm really bad about uh like prepping my shoes Mm -hmm. um i i should do it more often i definitely did it with my 270s because i I, like learned a lesson on those especially like when i have white shoes i definitely prep them I will say I found an awesome shoe cleaner, y'all. Uh, and my brother introduced me to it, of course. We were at the, the Tour Superstore. And my brother is just slathering on this spray. It's the store brand one, guys. It's so cheap. So you won't feel bad about just covering it in it. Dude, it cleans yeah. shoes amazingly, like even your gym shoes. So it's so. just a store brand. Uh, it's just PGA's. a store brand PGA Tour Superstore. It's like $4.99, Jeez. something like I, that. I mean, I have Rejuvenate, and I've got um, some other ones, too. And, and they work well, but, like, every single time, it still just leaves, like, a, a little bit in the creases and a little bit enough, and it's just enough to, like, not make them that fresh. And I'd need a – I might have to look into that, Matt, to yeah. just try and – Yeah, I don't know that it'll get it, like, super pearly white, but for the price, that and some microfiber towels from Costco, call it yeah. a day, y'all. 
Call yeah. it a day. All right. So That's, that is always, that is always one of my biggest things when I know golf season's coming and that will be happening in the next couple of weeks here, especially into like end of March is the cleaning of all the shoes again, just all the shoes, the clubs, though I might be getting new clubs in tint. Um, <laughs> the, Oh, the cleaning of the shoes is the big one. Like, take all the laces out, wash them all, put new ones in if I need to. Just you spread guys, them all out. You guys all put that. your shoes. Here's a good one. Do you guys put your shoes in the wash machine? No. You guys don't do that. Only because I'm afraid. That, I wonder like, if anybody if I... out there does that because I do it and it works. I spray really? the hell out of them and I put them in the wash machine. Do not you ever do you use a shoe bag? Bag? I do not. Do you just put them by themselves or do you put them with your laundry? <laughs> <laughs> I put just them in there, you know, you know, with my uh, golf polos, that, you know, $100 polos. No, I just put the shoes in there. And the just a alone. single pair at a time or, or no, a couple I pairs? No, I throw a couple pairs in there. Am I the or only one my... that washes all his golf clothes inside out just to make sure I don't get any pulls or tugs? No, but that's a good idea. No, I do do that as well. Am I the only one that wears a bib, a geriatric bib, so I don't spill on myself? Sorry. <laughs> I was just I was just trying to keep up with you guys. <laughs> you hey, hey, I eat a lot of barbecue. So sometimes it's a bib and sometimes I just I have you know throwaway shirts because I just know oh, it's, yeah. it's gonna get Absolutely. saucy. It's gonna Absolutely. get saucy. All right. So who's who's I, know, I went off topic a little bit there, but I love it. <laughs> no, I like it though. I, I think throw the shoes I in the wash shoe... machine, spray yeah. them, but don't put them in the dryer, just let them air dry. Yeah, that's the biggest thing is air dry. I think I got to get like a the shoe like caddy for it or the wedges to like make sure that they don't like so they stay open yeah. when they dry and stuff. So I, I, thought I also have to wear it. I also have to wear inserts because I need because I'm old like that and I got some plantar fasciitis going on. So that's another wear, thing too. If you can take the foot inserts. beds out, take the foot beds out. If you do throw them in the wash, I do that as well. Yeah. We will do the old man podcast and compare because I do inserts as well. I, I, well, I and that was the one thing about the um, Infinity Tours was that they you cannot take the inserts out of them. True. So yes. I wore them uh, brand new for a tournament. I was trying to qualify in the first time I was playing in a qualifier. And it was the worst thing ever because my planter was was acting up. They were a little too tight. And I had to walk 18 holes in shoes that didn't fit me. And I was like, this was a mistake. <laughs> Never wear shoes for the first time. But I looked goddamn good. Okay, so it's fine. Keith, what you got for your top three Jordans? I know you say a little plain Jane on this, but I think you're going to surprise us. So Yeah, um, I'm going to go three, two, one. Leave you guys hanging for the number one. But my number three is the Jordan ADG3. It's currently out right now online. Wow. A carry, I think it's a carryover from last year. Um, it's dark it gray, black with the green glow on the bottom. That's the one I like. It gives me that, you know, that highlight bolt we always talk about. I, I just want to say, like, that the green glow bottom pop on the bottom of the shoe. That is by far the best colorway of that shoe. I, I totally agree with you. And the one thing about I love about like the all green bottoms or the all red bottoms when they do it or the all blue bottoms like 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 come on these is bloody shoes right like and like that's the like new trend everybody's caught on to it but I love like the sole being a very bright color so that me when too. you walk it just pops and pops yep. and pops it's like a Louis Vuitton you know you got to have that like red bottom so that's great that's a good one yeah my number two just released Jordan One Low I know we talked about it with my the colorways before but 
I love the wolf gray with the black swoosh. I do. Plain Jane, there it is right there. Just black, gray, <laughs> blue. Um, so my number one, I actually, they were just on there a little while ago, but um, they're the Jordan 4s, but all black, the black, gray, and red. There's yeah. just something about that, the Jordan 4 in that colorway with being all black with a little bit of the gray on the bottom with a little bit of red as well. It's just, it doesn't pop that much, but when you look up close or you look close at the shoe, you get those, those accents of the gray and the black. Here's a funny story. The only Jordan shoe I have ever owned or bought, I'm going to get, I'm going to get kicked off because. No, I only have one. No, I have two. I have two, but I only, yeah, I only have two. It's, I only bought this shoe it was a couple of years ago when it came out the jordan 4 but it was the original the white the white red and black and yeah. that was like i'm gonna wear this as my you know first jordan shoe ever and it's a golf shoe like i gotta wear it what i, I never wore it i gave it to uh, a family friend <laughs> but no the my number one the jordan 4 the black all black is it's it's top notch it's just a sharp nice. looking shoe so I hope you guys are a little bit impressed with my top three. Uh, you, you, I think you dummied us a little bit. I think you thought that right. you were going to go plain Jane and then you kind of came out of the woodwork. A little my bit plain Jane's are color wise, just my colors, yeah. but I, I like the style. I like the style. Yeah. Are we doing uh, our overall shoot too? Or are we doing that after? Yeah, we can do that after I, okay. I can, I can to close it out maybe too. Yeah. Cause I, I, I have an interesting one and I think it's going to be, it's going to be interesting. So, um, I'll go three, two, one as well. Um, now I don't, I only own two of these. Um, no, I only own one of them technically, but I, I own the three, four, five and 11 in Jordan golf shoes, which is more golf Jordan golf shoes than I have actual Jordan shoes because I own the Jordan one, uh, Gatorades in orange. And then I own the Jordan, uh, fives um as well or yeah fives um as well so jordan three tinker's first one with jordan is my number three um i think it's just one of the best ones it's simple it's clean it's great um the all white kind of variety there um and everything <clears throat> honorable some mention is my is the uh, four that came out last year, white cement, but number two. Those. Yeah. And those are hard to get. I had a, I had a friend help me out. She got them from her Nike rep and then shipped them to me and all that stuff, which was phenomenal. Um, because my local source had it sold out, had it sold to someone before it was already like came in, which is not right. I don't think, but okay. Um, so this number two is actually going to be kind of a surprise, but I think it will be good. It's the Jordan four, but it is the East side golf colorway. Whoa. Shout out to the East side golfers out there. That is a phenomenal collab. Um, I think we should try and get them on the pod and talk about what they're doing. So I think it's great stuff. Um, and they're blowing up golf right now. They are just, they're everywhere. They've been at, that WM they've been at Riv. Uh, they were at, I think 
one was at um, part of it was at NBA all-star game this weekend. So, uh, but that East side colorway is sick, man. It is really cool. You love um, to see it. Yeah, it's great. And, and it's hard to get it like a collab with like Jordan. So that's like big, big, big uh, moving the needle there for, for golf. Um, and then we're going to go number one. It's just iconic. And it just started the wave is Jordan one uh, Chicago a uh, high, like that with some, with the tights, like remember when tights were a thing with the like shorts and then the tights and J day wearing them at the masters and the all whites were just, I mean, Oh yeah. It's just so nice. So those are my, that's my three, two, one on my favorite Jordan golf shoes and their colorways. Now we'll get into our favorite uh, Jordan shoes. Um, like I said, I own a pair of the uh, Gatorade all orange colorways. And this kind of reminded me of this, but this are the Macklemore sixes are one of my favorite pairs out there that like green. And if you could see Keith's screen right now, he's got a shirt that almost matches the same green that are the Macklemore sixes. And we might post something um, on our Instagram story this week talking about them and showing them, but uh, limited colorway, obviously Macklemore's sort of, you know, big into golf. Now we can get into all these athletes and, and um, music artists getting into golf um, like Schoolboy Q and Macklemore. Uh, but this green, and, and he also had like a dusty red color colorway was sick. This is one thing I want to call out about Jordan's influence, and, and I should have called this out earlier. You would never see a, a professional athlete in season talking about playing golf. Like, I remember the Tahoe, like the celebrity thing. It was always like the older retired guys, right? Like, you never really got like the current players. Now you'll see Steph Curry talking about his golf game. Andre Iguodala, huge golfer, right? Like, in Nike season, guy. yeah, huge Nike guy, Iggy, right? Like uh, Eric Anders Lang did an amazing podcast with him. If you guys are looking uh, to find out a little bit more about him, you never saw these guys. Larry Fitzgerald, huge golfer, you know, during his career, he's an active player and he's like, Yep, I love living in Arizona, get to play year round and play some football. Like, you could see that golf was a huge part of their lifestyle and they weren't afraid to show it. Whereas, I would say, like, and there was an interview that Jordan did when he was really young. And he said, yeah, I used to think golf was a lazy man's game, but it's not, you know, it engages you physically, mentally and all that stuff. Um, so yeah, I, I think, I think that's another sign of his influence that like professional athletes are totally cool. You know, Vince Carter, Ray Allen, all these guys are totally cool saying, yep, I love golf and it's a sport for sure. So yeah, yep, back, back to our favorite overall Jordans for the streets. Who wants to take it? Come to you, go. I just went. I just said it. I was like, I'm, I'm like the. All right, the I, I'm gonna Jordan throw. I'm gonna throw my. Those are my favorites right now. Oh, oh, okay. sorry. I apologize. That's right. Okay, I will tell you this. So my favorite golf shoe is actually the first Jordan that I was able to get, and it was not a main Jordan. So my favorite Jordan shoe of all time, and I currently am looking at four different pairs of them that I have, is the Jordan Eleven i.e. international edition so for those of you that don't know and i think i think i sent you guys maybe the article on it tinker didn't want to just make a low top version of the patent leather 11 so what he does is he does like this tumbled leather and he has events put into it 
and I was able to get it. And I, I can't now the name escapes me of the sporting goods store, but it sat on the shelf. And that's the only way I was able to get it because back in the day when I got into like shoes, right? Like, and we'll talk about the athletes that made us fall in love. It wasn't Michael Jordan, but I only got to buy one pair of shoes a year. And I would always buy my pair of shoes before school started. Well, the Jordans would always drop beginning of the NBA season, October, November. So I was always plumb out of luck. So summer came around and the IE is sitting on the shelf and I'm like, I'm getting a Jordan. Got my Jordan. Everybody laughed at me because it wasn't the patent leather Jordan. Everybody's like, you got the bootleg Jordan. I'm like, no, this is the 11. And they're like, no, these are the 11s. And I go, I know, but these, these have vents. They have speed holes. Okay. (laughs) It can breathe. Um, But now it's had a resurgence, a a renaissance because it looks awesome with shorts. You get certain colorways, you can rock them with jeans. And I still got guys that I played basketball leagues with that'll play in these things. So super comfortable shoes, still got the carbon fiber plate, all that. So I'm going Jordan 11 IE. And for those of you that don't know what it is, look it up. Cause I also think it would make an nice. amazing golf shoe. Amazing golf yeah. shoe. Keith, what you got? So I did a little research. I was looking through all the Jordan shoes, you know, one through 35 or 36 now. It is 36. Get on board, guys. I'm trying to make this a legitimate Nike podcast. <laughs> you guys just keep on refusing to get with the program. I'm actually going to go with... Um, I didn't see like Luca in the 36 getting real- hugged by the goat. Like, that's the other thing. Look at... I don't know how many of you caught the NBA All-Star game. Look at halftime, and that man announced last, got the biggest ovation, and he makes your superstars giddy. He's your superstar superstar. Like oh, yeah. all of those guys walked up to him. LeBron wanted to shake hands with him and hug him. He's hugging Luca. Cat is like chasing him down. Carl Anthony Towns is like, no, no, come here. Everybody wants to be Mike. But that's why him and Tiger correlate so well, right? It's the the YouTube golfer that Tiger is, right? It's JT, it is Ricky, it is Rory, all looking up to him back in the day. And just like still wanting to be a part of that, still wanted. That's why Rory and him chopping it up at Riv like is just warms our heart because it's right. the ripple effect commercial. It's this, it's that. Like we we could see something like that, like a, an NBA style ripple effect of someone watching Jordan's things. You could see almost like LeBron watching Jordan's things. You know, so uh, it's quite interesting. On NBA top seventy five, my only gripe is Kobe was was too high. He's at 10 and he needs to be lower. He should be top five. That's all. Controversial. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> LeBron is also not two. So let's, let's just move on. But okay. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, <laughs> we'll right, save yeah. that forever. He's my two or three. He's my two or three. Depends. Yeah. Right. Let's not lose the golf crowd. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm going to go with my non golf shoe. Jordan is the Jordan 31. It came out in 2016. Basketball look to it, but on, it's on the back heel. It's got the Jordan logo, but also on the shoe has a swoosh as well. And it's normal spot right on the side. And, it's, and the colorway I like as well is the black, red, and white. It's just a sharp looking shoe. And with both of those logos combined together on, on one shoe and close close by each other on the shoe it just it just makes it one of my favorites I, thought- so I don't know if you knew this but when they started the 31s they really just brought new technology to the one it's it's a fly knit upper 
Yep. It's got zoom in the heel. It is shaped after the one actually. Right. So they, they started doing that. Uh, the, the 32 had like a hint of the two in it. The 33 did a better, like was a little bit, was a good shoe, but it didn't like speak to it. The 36 does a better job of like speaking to the six. So I like that they're kind of taking that approach for sure. Gumby, you laughing at my, my pick? No, I was laughing Come at on. the way I was laughing at the way that you said that because it was like with their powers combined, and I just thought it was like <laughs> Captain Planet, Planet, he's our hero. <laughs> and I was just like, are we just Captain Nike? We're just like what Captain Swoosh, <laughs> you know? So That's it. it was just the way that you said it. That like you guys will get to know head. me a little bit more out there in the oh. podcast world. How much how much I'm obsessed with the swoosh. Yeah, I love it. It's, it is great. Obviously, I have two tattoos of it on my, on my body. So, man, what a what an episode. Matt, you got anything else to add to this? Because, man, we, we've hit everything. We went through trivia. We went through our favorite Jordans. We talked about the Jordan 1 drop. Like, this episode, season 2, episode 3, 2-3 two, day has been a rousing success. And a little bit of a longer one. Again, we were trying to keep these podcasts to 45 minutes to an hour. We've probably gone over that today. Uh, but Again, all good stuff, and you guys have hanging with us. We appreciate you hanging with us. Any final words out there from the boys? Only thing I got is we've got the Honda Classic. I am going to pick. I am going to pick. I am going to pick a Swish guy. There's not that many. We have Tommy. We have uh, Doug uh, Grimm. We have Brooks Kepka, yeah. Alex Norn, and we actually have Matt Wolf, which is not going to be one of my picks because he has a tailor-made hat on. Um. I'm going to go with the miscut guy from last week, and I'm going to pick Brooksy Kepka. Brooks is a good pick. As my uh, top Nike athlete. I thought finish. you're not allowed to pick Brooks because I've claimed him as my favorite. I know, I know. Player. I knew you were going to say that too. But you can pick him too if you want. No, you know what? Uh, I So I'm taking a look at the field. I just emailed the field to Gumby so he can make a last minute pick and jump in here. I sent and, it to and, you guys early. In the and I do, I, I would like to say two words at the end of the podcast, if I could, just two shout outs and two call outs. But uh, what I'm going to go with, because he's in the player field and I hope he's actually playing my man, Fairway Jesus, Tommy Fleetwood. Tommy Fleetwood. He's in the field. I Good. was, I just haven't Good seen looks. him play in a while. Or I know he's been on the European tour, but. I think he's hungry because he, technically he's he's no longer a PGA Tour player. Is that isn't that correct? I think you are correct. I think he didn't play enough events last year and uh, unfortunately lost his cards. So yeah. I I think he's motivated. All right, I've got a dark horse pick because it, it's kind of been you dark can pick horse. Wolf, if you want. No, no, it's kind of been um, been just dark horse out there this year with some random people at the top of leaderboard, especially Monday, Tuesday, or sorry, it is Monday, Tuesday, but like Thursday, Friday starting. So um, I'm going to go with Taylor Moore, who's a Nike guy um, out of Edmond, Oklahoma, and new on the tour this year, I believe, rookie. Um, And so I'm going with Taylor Moore. I think he's going to come out of nowhere. Shock the field. Now, Honda's not an easy course, but that's my pick. And he's probably ridiculous odds, and I'm going to put five bucks on him and try and make a thousand. So here we go. You never know. But awesome. Taylor Love Moore, it. my guy. And, and other dark horse pick would be like someone like an Aaron Wise, who's also still a Nike guy. So, um, Matt, what are your two final words before I wrap this puppy up? 
Absolutely. I, I, and I'm surprised you didn't go with Johnny Vegas or Aaron he's not Wise. Nike anymore. Johnny's not Nike anymore. Vegas is ex Nike now. Yeah. Um, so the two things I have to call out and I'm, I'm having a hard time. Um, so the first one, I might get emotional on the second one. So on the first one, I do want to call out one of the, one of the charities that I work with, we do golf outing every year is a charity by the name of project hood. If, if you've seen me do any of my videos, uh, you see the, the Conway farms, uh, project hood flag that hangs in the back 10 years ago, O block in Chicago was one of the most dangerous blocks in, in Chicago and a pastor got sick of drugs being sold and sex trafficking happening in a motel. So he camped out on a hotel for a hunt for over 90 days, 10 years ago, raised enough money to buy the motel and demolished it. 10 years later, he's still struggling to try and put together a community center. So he is now on day 93 as of this recording. He is spending 100 days on top of a shipping container. So, so if, if you have the time, check it out. He does some amazing work. Project Hood and, and, and Corey Brooks uh, is the name of the pastor. Just amazing, amazing thing that he does for his community. Uh, and speaking of community, uh, friend, family, and Nike Golf um, stalwart here in Chicago, I, I want to pass my condolences to the passing uh, to the family of Brian Dicker. Brian Dicker was a Southside rep for Chicago for Nike Golf in for a very long time. Uh, outstanding individual. Every interaction I ever had with him, uh, just the model of professionalism. Uh, his accounts loved him. They missed him dearly. And now his uh, friends and family miss him even more. So our thoughts and prayers go out to the, the Dicker family, uh, his surviving uh, children and spouse there. It's just an amazing, uh, was amazing human. So uh Thanks, guys, for letting me put those two things out there for everybody in the podcast world. So I appreciate the community that is Nike Golf and all of you. Absolutely, Matt. Thank you. Well said. Um, yeah, that's, that goes for like tenfold is just the community that we're building with the Swoosh Life podcast and the Nike Golf fans out there. All we're trying to do for you guys is bring some fun content on a Thursday, Friday for you to listen to and drive homes and and you know, send us those pics, send us those, those screenshots of you listening to us. We love to see it um, and interact with us um, at the Switch Life podcast on Instagram. Um, our individual ones are, you know, have been posted and we tag ourselves in every post that we do. Uh, but get out there and help us grow this um, for you guys, really. It's not about us. We're just three knuckleheads ch chatting about what we love. Um, and, and we know that you guys love it as well. So, uh, get involved and, and, and help us make the Swoosh Life podcast awesome. And by doing so you can become a supporter of the podcast, um, anchor.fm backslash the Swoosh Life podcast backslash support and all that, any donations or money, week, uh, monthly supporter or anything like that goes straight back to you guys and straight into the podcast. So, uh, that'd be much appreciated. we got some fun giveaways that we want to do just need the funding for We've got some merch that we want to get out there to you guys. Um, but yeah, it's been a blast so far. Episode two, three in the books, episode 18, 17, whatever it is. Uh, but <clears throat> we love it. Thank you guys. Thank you, Keith, Matt, and uh, we'll see you in the next one. Bye. Thanks for listening to today's episode. Make sure to go follow us on Instagram at the swoosh life podcast stay up to date on all things swoosh and if you have any questions comments or business inquiries please email us at the swoosh life podcast at gmail.com and lastly give us a follow or review 
and become a supporter of the podcast at anchor.fm backslash the swoosh life backslash support. Thank you all for listening. See you in the next one. Checks over stripes, yeah, that's what I like, yeah. that's what we like, yeah.